Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And I was just telling you offline, I finally went to a restaurant after an entire year. I know. Exciting stuff. Big, making big moves. Out on the patio, picture it, out on the patio, Palm Springs, cool night, all masked up, safely distanced, order a French martini and a chicken piccata. That's like the... First of all, I love chicken piccata. Chicken piccata is my favorite food. Like my, like, I love it more than anything. It's, it's really, really good. And like this specific chicken piccata is not traditional there. It's run by what this place is called trio in Palm Springs. And it's like, you know, run by an old gay guy, I'm sure. Um, and the chicken piccata has a little bit of cream in it, which, you know, is not how you're supposed to make chicken piccata, but it, uh, it's so good. When you said not traditional and Palm Springs, for some reason, I thought artichoke hearts. I, I could see. I mean, they're very, it's very like 80s, 90s style menu. Um, but this one, yeah, it's just like cream and lemon and, uh, and the capers. And then it comes with angel hair, which Perfect. people give angel hair a bad rap. They but do? I, yeah, everyone's like, oh, it just gets like soggy. You can't do it like al dente or whatever. And I'm like, fuck you. Angel hair is so good. Angel hair is great. And it's also the ideal pasta for chicken piccata. Absolutely. Um, it soaks up so much good. sauce and you're, yeah. it's just like, it's just like mushy in a good way. Chicken piccata with mashed potatoes is depressing to me. I only like it with angel hair. Yeah. Chicken. I mean, any sort of, of those Italian chicken dishes should not come with mashed potatoes. Like I want pasta. Strange. With my Italian chicken. Hello. Absolutely. It's not called Irish chicken. Uh, and like, if you order a French martini at a gay bar too, gay bars make drinks just extremely strong. Mm-hmm. So I got, and I, th- I think they just gave me whatever, like the cheap house vodka is. And it, I got that a little bit of that vodka burn, yeah. which under some circumstances, I would think of that as not optimal, but like in this circumstance, I was like, Oh, I, I want, I want to taste that gay bar vodka. It felt so good. I know. I do feel bad because I know like straight women go to gay bars and act insane and and, like get in everyone's business. But like, if you want a good drink, like the only place that can actually make a good drink is a gay bar. I think like that's like they give you the drinks are so strong at gay bars. And I love that about them. I mean, this is a bar, a gay bar, but 
And I think like 90% of gay bars now, I think women should feel a hundred percent comfortable going to like, it's, it's, there's, you know, a couple places that are like strictly sort of hookup-y type bars that I think maybe, you know, women wouldn't feel as comfortable in, but for, for the most part, like gay guys use apps to hook up. So the gay bars need as many people as they can get to go to them. Most of the gay bars that I've been to, which have been very few and far between, honestly, I think I've only been homophobe. To- <laughs> oh my God. But they've all been like really big, like mega, like places yeah, yeah. that like everybody kind of goes to. And like a lot of women go to them. I feel like there, I feel like there are some gay bars where it's like, it's the more like dance fun, like drinking oh, for sure. um, kind of vibe. I've, th- I've been to places like that. I've never been anywhere that I'm like, Oh, I, I got to get out of here. No. And like those type of places, I would feel this, like, I feel like, Ooh, I got to get out of here. Like I, it's a, uh, I don't know. They're, uh, in LA. I mean, again, like I don't go to gay bars very often. Um, but like, the Eagle is pretty laid back and fun. And Akbar is like, you know, if you want oh, to dance, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Akbar, I guess I, I like, I, f- I guess Akbar is another one. I would, I forget that that's even a gay bar. Cause I know people who do like shows in the back. And oh stuff. yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Akbar. And then in Palm Springs, I mean, this place we went, it was literally a restaurant. It's not even a bar. It's just like a, you know, you get, a, you get a gay vibe. Cause yeah. unfortunately bars are still, if they're inside, they're still not open. So we couldn't, you know, we couldn't do our, cause there's another place in Palm Springs that's called a uh, toucan, something, it's not Toucan Sam's, but it's like something Toucan's mm-hmm. and it, um, they do drag shows and the vodka sodas are like $3. Oh my God. It's, it's, uh, amazing. Yeah. I feel like there's just really something to going, having something from a restaurant now. Like I was just reminiscing about early COVID and the thing that I missed the most was iced coffee or like cold brew from mm. a restaurant that was like, just going to be like more intense than what I would like make or normally buy unless I was like shelled out the big bucks and bought like stump town concentrate or something Yeah, yeah. like that. And then like the couple of times that I've gotten like pre-made cocktails to bring home or whatever, they just like, they're different. They're better. <laughs> they're stronger. <laughs> like they, they taste like, I don't know. I'm like, Oh, like that's a professional cocktail. Like, I don't know. Maybe just cause I spent $10 on it. No, I, th- I mean, that might be part of it, but like, especially with cold brew, like I make cold brew at home, but you're right. It's, it, you don't get the same, um, the same like viscosity that you do for like a professional cold brew from concentrate. Yeah. Uh, that was another fun thing at the hotel I stayed at. Um, they had cold brew on tap, which mm. was just like, Oh, in the morning, the pool opened at eight o'clock in the morning. I would get my cold brew and then just sit out, read my Andre Agassi memoir. And that was my day. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, I'm going to Joshua Tree, but I don't think we're definitely not going to have a pool. We're getting an Airbnb and we're just going to like, and it's going to be kind of chilly, I think, actually. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, it's like pretty cool out there, but Joshua, I've never actually been to Joshua Tree. I always wanted to go. It sounds, it sounds really fun. Yeah. I think it sounds fun too. I've never been either. And it's, I've lived in LA for like most of my life and I've never been. Yeah. I always like almost reserve a place there but then at the last minute I always switch to Palm Springs because I can get a pool yeah I mean Palm Springs is kind of I think we were thinking that like Palm Springs we almost went there but like 
you know, we thought there wouldn't be as much to do because things would be closed, but like in Joshua tree, it's like, you know, you go to the park and you hike and like yeah. you can sort of definitely do that. You're not missing out on anything. Yeah. I didn't realize that there would be like pools open and stuff in Palm Springs. Cause I thought that stuff was also closed. Yeah. No, like, um, I believe the only things that are really closed out there are, you know, indoor dining and bars and stuff. Uh, yeah. but the hotels are all open. Um, nothing is too crowded. Like I never felt unsafe in the pool. Uh, cause it was, you know, there weren't too many people in there. And then, um, it seemed like they did a good job, you know, cleaning the room, but I guess if I had gotten COVID, I would have probably felt it by now. Yeah. I don't think you got it. No, I don't think so either. Uh, any, Ooh, I got, uh, I haven't actually gotten a chance to try either of these things yet, but next time, um, on the pod, I'll, I'll be able to tell you about it. Um, but I got two little gifts from Goop that I bought myself. What did, oh. I got the Sweet Kick 14-day sugar detox. Oh my God. I'm happy for you because you wanted to get that. You were talking about that last week. I need it so bad. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I I mean, in the last year or two, Goop's shipping has gotten better, but now it's, yeah. I mean, it's miraculous now. No. Um, I think I got everything like three or four days after I ordered it. But I, I'm not going to start my sugar detox till I'm visiting my family next weekend. Uh, it's my mom is double vaccinated now. That's great. Um, so I think after I get back from that, I will start my 14 day sugar detox. And then I also got the martini emotional detox bath soak. Oh God. Amazing. I want to get that actually. Cause I'm almost out of my, um, my like endocrine disrupting bath and body works uh, that bubble bath so i should probably get something like a little bit less toxic yeah i mean there's really nothing more toxic than a bath and body works product no all of it it's really bad i'm gonna actually like get rid of all that stuff and stop buying it i think i'm 36 and like the novelty like it's not cute anymore like it's time to grow up stop with the endocrine disruptors i'm like totally on board with the endocrine disruptors now and i i honestly do not know what they are but I'm afraid of them. Well, yeah, all that stuff, it just, like it smells so fake. And I, I truly enjoy, especially like the hand soaps, um, yeah. the winter candy, apple hand soap and the twisted peppermint hand soap. Yeah. And now I have uh, you're the one, which is like, mm-hmm. it's apple sort of like in the apple spice category, but a little classier. I think it was a Valentine's day special. Sounds like it, but you're right. It's uh we need to step up our game because those endocrine disruptors are not playing around. Yeah. Tell us listeners, tell us, give us like good, like candle recommendations. Like what's like a not super expensive scented candle. That's not like toxic trash that we should try because I've got a lot of bath and body works candles. And I'm first of all, kind of embarrassed. Like there are certain people that like, I wouldn't like tell people that I have those and I wouldn't like burn them around. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're that snobby, I don't need you to be in my life, honestly. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> feel like I have a lot of, you know, I've got I have people from all walks of life. No, totally. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. What, I mean, like heretic, obviously are great candles by Rado, Amazing. But like, is there anything in the, you know, $20 range of candles that's not going to make you die of cancer? Yeah. Or that also like actually has like a scent and like also a lot of these are just scented like vanilla or like just Mm -hmm. something really boring that isn't special. I want, yeah, I want something 
I want something truly original that no one, no, that you could never, you could never get from smelling anything in nature. Like I want it to be completely separate from a natural scent. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Um, I have a brief, uh, wellness update actually. Yeah. So first of all, I have a problem, which is insomnia. Mm. And it's gotten even worse in the last couple of weeks. So I started taking this product called Z-Quil. Oh, yeah. Has it worked Z-Quil? for you? Okay. So yes. Wow. Z-Quil works really well. It, but here's the problem. Like nothing has ever worked for me. I started taking Z-Quil. I'm out like a night, like a light immediately. I'm like, but before you fall asleep, you kind of are like, vibing a little sure bit. yeah it's just like really good and i'm like every night i'd be going to bed and i'd be like oh i can't wait to get some of that z quill i'm gonna fucking like you know like listen to my audiobook and i'm just gonna be like in another world i can't wait because it, it is yeah that little little treat of getting a little high before you go to sleep but all in yeah. one all in one drug exactly but here's the thing i was like I started having really bad memory problems, which as you know, I already have, like, I have a pretty bad memory, like short-term memory. Like I'll forget where I put my phone. I forget like celebrities names all the time. Like I forget stuff all the time. It started getting really, really bad. And I looked it up and apparently that the active drug in this is called like diphenhydramine. And it's like a serious drug that makes you like delirious it's called it's Mm. like a deliriant or something (laughs) and they're like if you take don't take this every day like you could have like a seizure you could have there's like all of these health risks associated with taking it every day and i was taking it every day and like honestly sometimes taking twice the the amount you're supposed to take i thought zequel was just the same active ingredient in nyquil without the cough suppressant it is but that's what's in nyquil too but i guess it's what's nyquil too but the thing is you know it's fine if you take it once a week or once every couple of weeks or something, but you're not supposed to take it every single day. And if you start taking it every single day, it's like, you could like get fucked up. So, I mean, I was like on Reddit. I mean, this is where I got all my information. Cause I was like, and people, I, there's like an insomnia Reddit. That's like really disturbing. I, would, I, I, oh my God, that sounds terrifying to read an insomnia Reddit. Yeah. Because these people are like really fucked up and they, they like Zeke. Z-Quil, they all say they kind of like Z-Quil, but they're like, don't take it every day because you can have these major health problems. Wow. Because for me, uh, I had tried, I tried everything. I tried uh, Z-Quil. I tried all over-the-counter sleeping medicine and nothing worked. Um, and then I, you know, a couple of years ago, I finally got prescription sleep medicine and that's uh, been just a light, like night and day change. I mean, literally. Uh, again, I guess I'm worried about the long-term effects of taking um it regularly but my doctor seems to think that it's okay and i don't feel groggy in the mornings and i um i don't take like the full amount usually uh but i do take it every night and i don't know i don't know what that i would like to not have to take sleep medicine but um it's it's just been a huge weight like because it would be every night i'd be just tense wondering if i was going to get to sleep or not it's a and, nightmare. Yeah. And not yeah. having that um, weigh on you is, is, is just huge psychologically. Yeah. So, okay. So I found a natural replacement Okay. that I'm trying. 
What is it? It's called Honey Shots News. It's a type of Manuka honey that has melatonin, CBN, which I think is like the part of cannabis that makes you tired, Mm -hmm. and THC. Mm. And to help with the relaxation, the CBN is to keep you asleep for no next morning hangover. And it's really, really low dose. It's like two milligrams of CBN, two of THC. So like, that's like really low. And you just mix it into your honey, into your like tea or whatever. And it's supposed to help you sleep. And um, I think like Manuka honey is like also just like supposed to be like a health food. Like I think it's also supposed to be good for you. So I was like really excited to try it. I did try it last night. Unfortunately, it didn't work as well as the ZQL. But I feel like if I tried harder, because like I set a timer for when it was supposed to kick in and I was like not in bed yet when it went off. I feel like if I drank it and then like immediately got into bed, that might be a good way to do it. Because I would take the ZQL, I would get in bed and then take a ZQL and then like just sit around until it kicked in. Yeah, the thing I, I do think that uh, any of this medicine, if you if you're not already like primed for sleep, it it doesn't work as well. Like it's better to um, yeah to take it after you after you're actually in bed and like the lights are off. But uh, but yeah, then part of part of that f- sort of fun you do you do or, or at least I did like the experience of like getting into that psychological like sleep mode and sort of. Um, seeing you know writing it out seeing how long I could which is not how you're supposed to take it and I don't do that anymore but it's like when you first I don't know when you first try any new drug you're like oh I want to explore this yeah well yeah because like it definitely didn't feel like when you take the ZQL or when I take the ZQL I feel like kind of like blissed out and like mm. you know and like there would be a period of like 10 or 15 minutes where I'd be like listening to this audiobook and like playing a puzzle game on my phone before I went to bed. That was like the highlight of my day. Like it was so nice. And I like kind of tried to do it last night, but I have like really bad. I have like unwanted thoughts when I'm asleep. Like I have these like paranoid fears about like, I'm going to die in my sleep or all these things are going to happen. Like that make it so I can't sleep. And they like all came flooding back where it's like when I took the z they were just gone. gone. So I don't know. Uh, have you ever thought about doing uh, a prescription sleep medicine? Um, well, I told a doctor about it today, so we'll see what happens, but I haven't been prescribed anything yet. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, for, for me, that's really the only thing that's worked. I do supplement it with uh, melatonin, but I don't know. I think the melatonin might be more of like a placebo effect. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are really sensitive to melatonin. I, I, I feel when I take that stuff, I do feel like groggy the next day and it makes me groggy, but it doesn't yeah. make me like fall asleep. That's how I felt with the ZQL. It would make me groggy, but I, it didn't actually like put me to sleep. Yeah. Uh, luckily this whole goop week was about sleep and dreams and all that stuff. Yes, it was. We should probably get into it because we've been talking for a Let's, long time. Oh, I do want to mention before we actually get into it is they completely revamped their website. Did you see this? <laughs> Well, no, because I just look at the. You look at the, and now I'm going to have to look at the emails because it's impossible to find the new articles on the Ugh. the new website. Like, 
it used to be um, a down scrolling thing and you would just, you know, scroll down and, and each like new newsletter would be separated by the day it came out and you could see all the, all the new articles. Now it's like a side scrolling thing. Uh, they only show you like the last few articles that came out and then, mm-hmm. um, and now everything's in like these different categories. So there's like, there's one category that's called new, which I think is just all about their products. And then the other category is called expert Q and A's, but I don't think they're even like separated by uh, the chronology, how, how new they are. So it's, I thought it was a horrible redesign for, for people like yeah. us who want to keep up with everything. Yeah. We read all of it. I think they're not used to people like us. No, I don't think that that is. Yeah. Um, really get into it with them. Yeah. But yeah. So this week I, I did it like you and, and searched, searched the emails. That's what I like to do. I mean, that's what they want me to know about. And I feel like fundamentally it in its heart goop is a newsletter and I want to honor that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. What was your best of the week? My best of the week, of course, was a practice and spell for finding meaning in your dreams. Me too. I thought it was funny that the first thing they reference is Carl Jung, who I'm sort of a little bit obsessed with. I read his book last year, one of his, or like not whatever, a book of his last year. And the woman that they're talking to is named Mimi Young. Spelled differently. Uh Yes, but pronounced kind. And it's also pronounced differently because he's like Jung Jung, and she's young, but still. And Mimi Young is doing a dream interpretation course on April 6th, which I, if we go to the Goop Summit or whatever, that's part of the summit, right? No, I thought, I thought it was part of the summit, but I clicked on the link and it's separate. Um, and I honestly like wanted to sign up, but it's, it's like a hundred dollars. So uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that unfortunately, because I would like to, I'm like obsessed with dream stuff. Um, you know, this isn't exactly like the way that I was reading about dream interpretation, but I still think it's cool and interesting. And I think it's also dream interpretation stuff is like kind of made up. So you can sort of say whatever. And yeah, yeah. I feel like you can't take it too seriously, but, uh, I don't know about you. Like late, I feel like the last few weeks, my dreams have been much more vivid than they had been for a while. Hmm. And so I'm not, I feel like I'm at the verge of sort of remembering um, specific dreams, but I don't do the work of actually like trying to remember. So I, I uh, I'm interested in trying her, her sort of protocol, which is like, I guess, influenced by young, but not, not strictly like Jungian. Yeah, no, it's not really at all, but it's um, yeah. It's like, it's pretty different. Cause it's less about like young is all about like symbols and stuff. And this is more about like the, the story and the and the feelings that you have connected to your mm-hmm. dreams um but i mean it's similar i guess um and you know so all about like documenting your dreams recalling your dreams and i feel like i used to think dream stuff was really boring and now i think it's really interesting so yeah i like when i was a kid i was really into it for a while um uh I would read, you know, books about dreams and like the, the symbology and stuff. And then I think like, as I started like drinking and taking drugs as a teenager and into adulthood, uh, my dreams probably just became less vivid and I stopped, um, they stopped becoming like meaningful for me because I would, uh, I would like self-medicate and like try not to 
to, uh, yeah. to have those feelings. And now I am sort of back in this mode of like wanting to be more in touch with my subconscious and not being like afraid of my own mind, which I think I was for a long time. Last night I had a dream that there was like this weird girl from Miami and I was like in her clique and she was like really controlling to everybody. And like, I was just sort of observing her. Interesting. Isn't that weird? And the girl, you didn't know her in real life. She didn't like, she wasn't someone in your own life. No, she was from Miami, which I don't know anyone from Miami. Yeah. And we also didn't live in LA. We lived in like another country. Huh. Yeah. But I don't That's, know. What I, I, rare, I feel like I rarely have dreams about people I don't know in real life. Yeah. Like usually I, sometimes um, the people in my dreams will not play the role that they do in my real life. Like it'll either be someone from the past or the periphery of my life that, that, uh, that has like a major role in a dream. And I'm like, that's weird that I thought about that person. But yeah, usually they are, they're someone that I, that I at least know a little bit. I don't know. Um, so yeah, this lady, uh, she, she said she has a simple framework for dream work. And she says to number one, recall and reflect. So when you wake up while you're still in bed, before you interact with anything, tune in to whether you're feeling any strong emotions or sensations in your body. Um, try to, you know, remember your dreams, uh, key takeaways, feelings, characters. And then she says to document it. Um, and she claims that like typing it into your phone is faster than writing it into a journal, which I don't know that I agree with that. I feel like it would be less stressful for me to just like, if I had a journal by my bed and scribble, then, then actually like do my notes app, but to each, her, to each his I, own. I know. I always want to get a dream journal, but I just like, I would never remember to wake up and write my dream in the journal. I would just like wake up and like grab my phone and go on Twitter, which I do every morning. Yeah. I think you, know, you just have to make it a practice. I mean, I have my, like my planner journal, which is really being underutilized right now as a planner. Yeah, do, right. So I feel like I could, uh, I could, I could spare some space and make it into a, a dream journal. Yeah. Maybe I'll make, I'll make one of my many journals, a dream journal. Well, we'll see. Let's check in next week and see if I've done it. My guess is I won't, but mostly. We'll uh, oh yeah. And then it tells you to like make space to connect throughout the day. So like just be open to feelings or experiences that like remind you of, of the dream that you had the previous night. Yeah. And then the fourth step is let the dream guide you. Uh, we are meant to be in connection with our dreams. They're a built-in Oracle. Let your dreams guide you. Um, so I guess, I don't know, just like do what, you do in the dream and see if it works out for you. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I think like the Jungian thing, I think, don't quote me, I'm not licensed or anything, <laughs> but I think the idea is like your dreams contain like symbols that are like so baked into your subconscious that like you, you're, that like your subconscious is thinking through things in a way that's hard for your waking mind to, un to comprehend. So you need to be able to like identify what the things symbolize so that okay. you can understand what you were trying to tell yourself or like how you were, what you, how you were trying to like process something. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, that's like a pretty like simplistic way of putting it, but that's like the, I think like the idea behind like his like symbol stuff, which she kind of mentioned, she does say like what symbols popped up, any elements you recognize from previous dreams. Um, so it's like, you have to like, try to like interpret your dreams and like try to understand like what you were. Yeah. what you're thinking. And I think like, I don't know, going that deep into it and like letting 
the dreams sort of rule over like how you conduct your life might be uh, going a little too far, but being in touch with them and, and letting them inform sort of the way your mind works seems like a pretty good idea. I feel like it would make sense. Like if it, if it like makes sense to you, then it's not like, like it'll feel true to you if it feels right, you know? Yeah. And then that's when you would like act on something. It would be something you would like want to do anyway, or just like inform you about like your feelings about things without even telling you what to do. It just might be like, yes, like this is mm -hmm. just to help you like process stuff more than even like take a firm action or whatever. Yeah. Cause what? like in your, you can only make a decision in your conscious mind, your subconscious can't make a decision. Well, I guess it can, but you don't know. Yeah. And I, it's like, having just sort of that barometer of like your intuition and like what your subconscious is like dealing with might help you and inf help inform you into maybe not sp like specific life decisions, but um, give you a feeling for, I don't know, like what path to take or, or how to, how to like frame certain things that you're dealing with. Yeah. Like insight into yourself. Yeah. What was the, uh, the book by young that you read that you liked? I read a book called Man and His Symbols, which is not just by him. It's by him and these four other like psychiatrists who were part of his school. Um, it's like four pretty long essays. He writes the first one and then there are three others that um, are about like different elements of his teachings. It was really good. I'll lend it to you. If oh, you yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be curious to read it. Yeah, I have like a lot of highlights in it, but Ooh. yeah. I love uh, getting a used book and getting getting those highlights. And those yeah. quotes. Um, oh yeah. Well, you'll get a lot of insight into my warped brain. Nice. Uh, all right. What was your worst? Okay. My worst was a little bit of a personal tale as we know. Oh God. I forgot. I, I put my thing in my notes app, not on my computer today. Um, I bought a set of green pans. Yes. Um, and I fucked up because I couldn't find the right size pan. And I made the mistake of putting a bigger lid on the pan than was necessary. So it was like overlapping. So the glass was touching the rim of the, um, of the pan. So it got okay. really, really hot. Uh -huh. I just unthinking took it off and put it in the sink and the, it immediately, the, the lid, the lid. Okay. when I was done using it, I put it in the sink and it was like into like, there was like some water in the sink it shattered into a million <gasps> shattered like a car it like exploded in the sink but it was like it's like a car windshield so like it just it breaks into like little pieces yeah. like that like my sink was just filled with broken glass that seems like we like it doesn't seem like what you did was that abnormal to like get no. your lid hot that seems like a a structural error on their part more than I was like what the part. fuck so i called them and i was like hey I need to get another lid. I mean, I was like, well, actually Brian emailed for me because I'm like incompetent. You emailed Goop? No, he emailed Greenpan. Oh, Greenpan. And was like, is there a way that we can obtain another lid? Like just not specifically saying like, I'll buy it or I won't just saying like, can we get another one? Cause sometimes they'll just send you something sure, like sure. that or you can buy it. And she was like, unfortunately we don't manufacture individual lids. So they weren't, they won't replace it. Really? And I just think that's so crazy. Like we don't manufacture, like, yes, you do manufacture individual lids. Like the lids aren't attached to the yeah. pan. 
And I'm not asking to buy one as a lark, like it goes with the pan and I need a replacement. Like, I feel like any normal company, like every other company in the world would give you a lid. Like you would, you could buy a lid from them or they probably yeah. just want for free, but like you could buy one for like 10 bucks or 20 bucks. And like, and then she sent me like all of these Best Buy links to like, here's where you can get another here, like to like these like universal lids that don't go with the pants. Like the whole oh. point of the, is they have these like pretty gold handles and all this shit. And I'm like, you don't have another one to say. I was just like so annoyed by that. That's really bad customer service. Green pan. Yeah, green pan. I mean, these are expensive pans. Like, come on, like you can't give me a lid. I'll pay like any, I don't know, any sort of nice uh like there's all like a uh, Vitamix or, or, you know, even like a Williams Sonoma set. Like I've had to get, um, you know, like a half teaspoon from Williams Sonoma. Cause I yeah. lost mine in, in the set. And like, it's pretty easy to do with most. Things. It's That's- standard. I mean, it happens. It's like, I was really surprised that she said, and she was like, we don't manufacture them. It's like, I'm not like, are you insane? Like, are you from another planet? Like, do you like how, like, are we, we are just like in two different universes that this isn't something you can do for me. Like I didn't, I didn't respond. Like I wasn't even on the email. So I wasn't like carrying out on these people. Like I didn't even have any interaction with them, but I was just annoyed. That's shocking. Does, does, does green pan, green pan sells through goop though, right? They do. Could you, I wonder if you could email goop and see if uh, you can, Buy maybe goop from them. Some strings. they have better customer service than yeah goop people. has like great customer service maybe i'll send them an email just, just to see what happens yeah just like for or forward the email from green pan and be like hey like i tried to go through green pan but um they're not very helpful like i wonder uh if there's anything you could do a big yeah. i'm a big fan you probably know me yeah. my name's aggie i do a podcast all about you yeah you almost sent me something one time uh, and to me again I might, if, if you sent me a replacement pan, I might be very, very nice on the next episode of my podcast. Yeah. Free advertising. It's worth a shot. Those goop people, they really like to um, put the customer first. They really do. They really do. And maybe if it escalates enough, um, they you can tell them maybe they should have a relationship with a different eco-friendly pan company that is better uh, equipped to deal with customer issues. Or maybe these eco-friendly pans can just like figure out a way to fucking have a lid. Like it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. No. I mean, ugh, anyway. That sucks. Yeah. I know when you, yeah, when you buy like a big set of something and like one little thing is off, it sort of ruins the whole thing for you. Yeah, it's just like sucks. Hmm. whatever i mean who cares it's just a pan lid but still you know. i'm gonna find a way to get that lid i think yeah i think you can find a way um yeah. either goop or if you go probably on uh like ebay or something maybe there's a use someone used can hook you up maybe we'll see my my worst was the hello my ages column this week oh why god okay this woman I mean, usually these people are pretty obnoxious or not. You know, sometimes they're not. This woman is, I think she takes the cake. Like this is one of the worst ones I've read in a long time. 
Interesting. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I didn't read it. I saw the picture. I was like, that's inspiring. She's 41 and she looks amazing. And then I said, I'm not going to read this. And I didn't because I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I mean, she is 41. She does look amazing. Her name is Erica Bloom, Erica with a K, uh, founder of Erica Bloom Pilates. Um, it says everything about her is inspiring. Her glowing skin, graceful body, and cascade of beachy hair, as well as her incredible range of knowledge. She studied nutrition. She's developed programs to help people with osteoporosis, structural alignment, and diastasis recti. I don't know what that is. She's previously practiced as a birth and postpartum doula, and she's one of the biggest names in Pilates. So first she says her natural body type is quite different from what she's achieved with Pilates. Now, all these women, you're not even allowed to say, oh, I got skinny or I lost weight. You just have to like dance around those terms which is sort of funny um but guess what before she got into pilates she was extremely unhealthy um she had an autoimmune disease and she was very sick from it uh biomedicine by which i think that just means medicine okay didn't have the tools to make her better um and she was determined not to die young so she started. How old exp- was she when she was having all these problems? I don't know, in her twenties or thirties. Like it's very vague what any of these. I mean, she says autoimmune disease. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, she also grew up in a family of physicists, which seems I don't know seems iffy to me. Yeah. And she was a professional dancer in her twenties, uh, but then she started doing Pilates, blah blah blah, and she got skinny and healthy and doesn't have autoimmune disease anymore. Wait, so she was a fat dancer? I guess. Or she says her body type was different. She doesn't specifically say she was fat. Who okay. knows what that means? Okay. Um, and then she has like a thir- her 13-step um, like morning routine, which is mm-hmm. rough. Uh, okay, let's hear I'm, it. I'm not going to go through all of it. But um, okay. the first one just sort of made me mad because it's make work joyful. And she says, I wake up every single day wanting to do Pilates. Never, ever am I not in the mood. I taught at 6.30 a.m. in the morning and I couldn't wait to get into the studio. So I think she's just like not being honest with her. Like no one is that excited to get up. No matter if you, you know, if you love your job or whatever, no one is that excited every day to get up, to go to work. Like it's just not possible. It's not the human experience to like no be- I mean I do I understand like if you do like a workout regularly like your body definitely starts to crave it sure. and like it feels really good to do it but that doesn't necessarily mean like you wake up at 6 30 and like running to work because you love it so much I mean I think it's like an overstatement yeah and she's it's, it's so it's so declarative she's like never ever am I not in the mood like not giving herself any space for like a different reaction or I don't know it's just very weird and then and then she just says um uh, as for the business part of running a company, hire people who know more than you, who have a similar life outlook, who bring you joy, blah, blah, blah. Does work ever stress me out? I can't let it. My business is about being calm. Mm. And it's just like, I don't know. Most people don't have the luxury of being like so excited about their job every day. And like yeah. for her first rule of thumb is like to make work joyful. I just, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like that's- yeah, like- Never ever do I not want to run to the floor of Walmart and make minimum wage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, then we got caffeinate only in the morning, um, moisturize and layers. Yeah, she uses Vintner's daughter. 
uh, exfoliate, blah, 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 do dry brush, um, settle with makeup, you know, dewy skin, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, here's a weird one. Number eight is choose a uniform. I've been wearing the exact same thing since I was a little girl. When I'm not in workout clothes, that is. A white peasant top and high-waisted vintage jeans. Sometimes I'll wear a white dress, but that's kind of it. I know people like this. That she wore a, a white peasant top and high-waisted vintage jeans when she was a little girl? Well, okay. I Maybe they weren't vintage then. Um, but maybe not a high-waisted... I mean, high-waisted vintage jeans and a pen, and a peasant top is obviously like something that's very like current and i don't yeah. think you would have probably worn that i mean 15 she's years a liar ago. In, in the 80s and 90s when she or which is 41 so she was a little girl in the late seven or i guess early 80s like i'm sorry she wasn't wearing high-waisted vintage jeans and a white peasant top in 1981 no she probably wasn't but i i, I feel like the idea of having like a uniform, like people who wear kind of the same thing every day. I know people like this and I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. No, I, I, yeah, I'm fine with that. And I actually wish, well, now I do have a uniform, which is like just sweatpants. my yeah sweatpants and the t-shirt that I also wore yesterday. This is my uniform. <laughs> um, yeah. Mine like is I, tragically Kate Hudson <laughs> at Leisure. That's like my, all I wear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just wish that she would be honest with this, with the stupid morning routine article. Cause like, she doesn't have to try that hard. Like she could just say, oh, I've worn this for a long time. Or like, I've, I've always felt comfortable in, you know, this peasant top instead of saying I've worn this every day since I was a little girl, which is obviously not true. I know. I mean, even if she just said for the last 10 years, I'd be like, yeah, I buy that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then love every wrinkle. She has an anecdote about once being friends with an old woman <laughs> who she was found very inspiring. So <laughs> uh, okay. The number 10 is really bad. It's just, it's it says cut sugar. Oh my God. How dare she? And again, Doesn't she know that you're struggling. I know. Well, it's like, okay, fine. Everyone should cut some sugar. Like that's, I think healthy to not eat that much refined sugar. We all agree on this, but again, she's so dogmatic and she's so judgy. She says, I don't eat refined sugar. I think a lot of people don't even necessarily like how it tastes. They just love the buzz. It also has what? such That's strong- insane. That is not true. I, well, it's like, I mean, I think that goes hand in hand. And actually like the sh- buzz from sugar is like the worst buzz in the world because it only lasts for like 10 minutes and then you crash. So I don't really- People like the taste. They yeah. don't like the buzz. Like the taste of sugar is the most appealing taste to like the human brain like it just is like sweet means like safe sweet is like the opposite of poison like poison tastes bitter and sweet at sweet yeah. tastes healthy so like people just like gravitate towards it like they can't control it she, i mean she's going against thousands of years of the human experience with her de- declarations and then her poor kids she says mm-hmm. you know we think of sugar in a celebratory context my kids and I have made a habit of celebrating holidays and special occasions by doing an activity rather than making it about, say, eating Christmas cookies. We're a no sugar family, but we're not restrictive. If one of them has cookies at a friend's house, that's fine. We have steak and bacon and vegetables and have so much joy around food. My philosophy around drinking is enjoy it, but I don't do it if I recognize that I want to drink because I'm not processing feelings. That seems healthy. I'm sorry. Okay. The drinking thing. Yes. That's healthy to like not drink if you, you know, or like masking something fine. But to say she's a no sugar family. Yeah. Like that's like, what mean. Does that mean. 
Like, I what about he, fruit? Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then, and then, uh, justifying that by saying we're not restrictive. Like, if you're saying you are a no sugar family, you are restrictive. But what about like stevia or something like nothing or like what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they allow stevia. I bet that she even has. I, I think she's lying. I think she's trying to impress Goop. I I, I really. I mean, you know, they don't keep cookies in the house, but like they definitely are eating fruit. Like they're probably, you know, if they go out to dinner, they like are going to have, I don't know. I, I feel like she's, she's trying to be goopier than she is. It's like, and it's sort of uh, transparent. I mean, to be completely no sugar, unless you have like diabetes is like very challenging. I mean, yeah. like to completely cut it. I mean, some people do it. I don't know. Some people, I mean, even Will Cole is like not this dogmatic. Yeah, you're right. Uh, then, um, stay calm and dance around. She wants, you know, she says like to dance around. I don't really know. Um, embrace the beauty and power of birth. Oh, she was a doula. So I guess, she, I don't know. She likes giving birth. <laughs> and the last one is your body can change. Oh, cause she also had scoliosis. So she had oh. autoimmune scoliosis. Um, she was overweight. She was going to die young. This woman I think some of these issues might be related to more psychological problems than Wait, physical. Did she say overweight or is that just because she said her body changed? No, she said her body changed. Her body her body is naturally not like it is now um, oh. before she started doing Pilates. But she didn't say she was overweight. No, she didn't say that. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, whatever. I just like, I mean, fine. I don't know. Also like, who's bankrolling this? Because like, I mean, I guess she's got this super successful Pilates empire that you can make a ton of money from if she has like schools or whatever. But I, guess, like, yeah. I don't know. All of these jobs like Pilates instructor and doula sound kind of like, like what does her husband do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I know. I'm sure she's very successful on her own, but. Yeah. Oh uh, my God. Am I a sexist? No, 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 no. All right. Never Aggie. Never. I can't be. I'm a woman. What was your craziest or your saddest? Okay. My craziest and my trier, I'm just going to go ahead and say are the same thing. My craziest is like the big deal they're making about this lip balm. Oh. And this was going to be my worst, but like nothing could be worse than the pan situation. And also I don't necessarily think it's bad. I'm sort of on the fence about it. I, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's kind of boring. Like okay you have lip balm now i don't remember them having it before they're like our lip balm is back i guess they used to have it i don't really remember it to me like i get it but like i feel like lip balm like it should be free <laughs> like lip balm to me is like they should like throw it in your bag when you buy other stuff or it should be like it should be like a free gift or like a sample you get from C's candy or yeah. like, a <laughs> or like yeah like, like a public utility like yeah like I don't want to have to spend any money on lip balm it's like yeah like I just shouldn't have to and like I should someone should just give it to me and so like getting super excited about a particularly good lip balm is just a challenge for me I mean I know like some of some lip balm is bad yeah but I've never I don't think I've ever used one that I was like, this is amazing. Maybe I have, I don't know. Um, yeah, I have one that I now pretty much solely use because it's the only thing that like doesn't make my lips chapped. Um, 
and it's oh god i can't even remember that it's in a yellow tube it has some beachy name but it's like two dollars and i do remember when they first came up with this lip balm that was like a 20 $20 lip balm and you know gwyneth had her own commercial about it she was really plugging it and then i guess it sold out but yeah i agree with you that i think they're creating the scarcity to make it seem like a cult product that everyone is gonna need it's like the mcrib for dude. yeah exactly yeah um that being said i would have probably put one in my shopping bag when i bought the um the bath soak and the uh and the sweet kick um if i was like in a frenzy on the dude website <laughs> putting stuff in my cart then yeah it, it would it would definitely be in like the top five things to throw in there because but... i i'm curious if they if if they're so uh adamant that this lip balm is really like disrupts the whole industry I, it does make me curious to try it and, and it is very like, cute it looks like it's like in a gold tube it looks sort of like lipstick that's like a rose gold tip I do like that it's a stick the one that I'm using right now is like the Kiehl's one that you it's like one of the ones you like squeeze and then yeah. rub it on which I really dislike I don't think I knew it came like that I was just like whatever and bought it I didn't I wasn't thinking but then I was like oh god it's one of these which I just like there's just something about like squeezing it onto that plat slanted plastic and then like slathering it on your lips that just feels it just feels sloppy every time I use it it feels mm-hmm. sloppy. I like it I, I like that this is like a nice stick yeah so it, it's more sanitary too because like if you're either I don't know the the tubs that you have to stick your finger in is like really gross I know and like this one yeah it just keeps it keeps it clean and simple Although, frankly, my favorite lip balm gloss thing that I ever had was Vaseline came out with these like mini Vaselines that were like flavored and they were so cute. Mm. It was like a tub of Vaseline, but it was like an inch. It was really small and they were like pink and one of them was like vanilla or something. That was kind of exciting for me. That sounds nice. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I guess... I guess I want to try this. It is my thing I would try as well. Uh, I'm wondering, is it scented or it's probably it's probably unscented? I think so. Ultra moisturizing, clean, creamy, smooth. I mean, these aren't scent flavor yeah. scent words to me. Yeah, I don't think so. Um okay, so my my craziest was their whole big rollout of uh goop PhD. What is that? Which is now it's like their and I think I don't think this is brand new. I feel like they've talked about it before, but now it's their new sort of central site for every, all the medical advice that they have. Okay. They need to start walking this back. They were walking it back for a while. They were like, okay, COVID is happening and we need to like get some perspective and like know our place and stop doing this. And they were kind of pivoting away from it and just being like, listen to doctors, whatever. And now it's like, Will Cole is taking over. They have just gone well, they have like regressed, I think, and I don't like it. I yeah, it it makes me a little uncomfortable. Like we all know, you know, Goop is good at a lot of things, but medical advice might not be the safest thing for them to focus on. Uh, they've gotten this is where they've gotten into trouble before. Um, they've gotten, I think, uh, sued and had to pay out settlements um their relationship with Condé Nast dissolved because they refused to fact check their medical advice uh and they have this whole preamble 
that's just read as a little bit defensive, um, justifying why they have this section called goop PhD. And also it's like, this isn't a moneymaker. Like why, why bother? Like you're not like, these aren't, you're not even selling products. Like you're, you're just opening yourselves up for, for lawsuits. It seems well, like. I feel like it is a moneymaker for them because it's like what gets people's attention. And then it brings people to their site because they're like outraged. Yeah. They, I mean, that must be true. Like they're, they wouldn't, they wouldn't continue doing it if they didn't think it was making them money. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the whole thing, it starts, you know, no internet search will ever take the place of careful collaboration with a qualified, skilled medical professional. What we hope when we read health information from a credible source online is that it might provide a valuable layer of context or suggest an important question to ask. Um, hmm. They go on saying, you know, most medical journals aren't free for everyone and they're in, you know, scientific jargon that not everyone's going to understand. So they want to simplify things for the lay person. Then they introduce Gerda um, and her qualifications and this other woman, Leah Bedrosian, who has a BA and an MPH from the University of Michigan. Um, they all have these degrees I've never heard of. Before. Never heard of them. Not a, I'm not saying anything about it. It's just like I've never heard of any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, so then basically there's two ways to search. Uh, you can search by type of disease. Um, so it's like allergies and intolerances, autoimmune, bone and joint, cancer, gut, heart and lungs. Um, or if you know what disease you have, there's just an alphabetical list too. I swear these people need to like leave their high flying um, lives behind and like come join us with the Kaiser HMO because <laughs> this is like my personal goop. Like I did an online appointment last night for my bathtub. I was like, there's a weird growth on my leg. And I like immediately sent a picture of it to like some random poor man, like doctor who had to oh. like evaluate it and be like, it's a bug. Bite. I didn't know <laughs> like, that you could do that. That's really cool. Yeah, you can. And like, it's the like online appointment or whatever. And it's like, I literally harass Kaiser constantly and they have to respond to me and it's great. I mean, I feel like if you have like a good doctor, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called anymore. A P what's it called? A PPO. Like, you know, you have to like respect your doctor's time and you know, they're this like fancy person. You have to like call their office and only do stuff when they say that they're available and wait a really long time to get in to see them because they're booked and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, just come to the HMO there. They'll give you an app. You just, it's basically goop. Yeah. Goop for poor people. <laughs> yeah. I need to, I guess I, uh, I'm, I think I'm on a different one than you are. Um, I'm on like regal health or something. And, uh, I have to yeah check out to see if I have any of those online capabilities. That's really cool. It's really cool. But I also like, I don't know. I feel like I have a good relationship with my doctor and like my dermatologist. Um, and I, if I, I don't know if I had questions, I would just ask them. Like if I really had serious questions about my health, it's, I mean, I don't know. And, and I realize not everyone has access to like good doctors and stuff, but and they're, they're trying to hedge their bets. They're specifically saying, you know, not to replace goop or not to replace your doctor with goop, but then that's sort of what they're doing with this like database. 
right? Yeah. Like they're literally telling you to like go to Goop to, to seek medical advice. So well, it's just like these people, I, I mean, I don't know. I assume the target audience pretty much has access to yeah. medical care. So I don't understand exactly what this is supposed to like. Yeah. So then what is it, what is it even supposed to replace? It's just like, like, it's like things that, you know, are very silly. So you don't even want to bother your doctor about, or like, you know, that your doctor is going to like roll their eyes at you. If you're like, why? Yeah. Why are you on? Cause yeah, this, this is for like rich people with access to amazing doctors. So like, what is it about goop that you want to get knowledge from that you can't ask your doctor? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Yeah. I think it's stuff that they're embarrassed to ask their doctors about. Cause I know it's stupid. Or like, it's stuff that, like, you know, that doctors can't fix. Like, you know, there's some there are some things that your doctor can't help you with. Yeah, and like, you know, do- doctors are, uh, you know, trained to give you advice that is like proven to work. So uh, I imagine that it's both like sort of silly things that aren't really, you know, that important, or on the other end of the spectrum, it's like these really bad chronic illnesses that don't have an easy solution. So I think it's like both things that Goop is sort of targeting. So like there's, you know, certain autoimmune issues that doctors don't yet sort of have the capabilities of like really curing or stuff like cancer, which like no one, like there's just, it's like a horrible, you know, funhouse mirror of, of different things. Um, so I could see, I guess I could see you like you know, get, getting some sort of solace in in searching Goop for answers, but who knows? Well, like a sense of control, yeah. Like, oh, there's yeah. more I can be doing, so I'm going to do everything, and it can't hurt. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, like, if you're, you know, cancer, it's like you're. There's certain things like, you know, chemo, radiation, and even you know, your doctor will put you on certain dietary restrictions. But then, yeah, there's all this other shit that, like, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, and you you can really, you know go down a rabbit hole of like trying all this shit yeah i'm yeah i mean also like medical advice like from an actual doctor is always like so boring and so unlike sexy and so yeah. not trendy and so not cool it's always like I, I mean like when doctors tell you about like diet and exercise the advice that they give you is always like the boringest stuff like it's, it's shocking like- it's like low fat low cholesterol diet like that's like crazy but that's what doctors say <laughs> Yeah. And then they'll just like, you know, have these like really boring, like body strength exercises mm-hmm. to tell you to do or something like, like push ups or something like it's yeah. Okay. But it's like, shouldn't I be doing like, don't I need to take a $300 Pilates class? Like, wouldn't that be better? And like, maybe it would, but maybe it would, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think like doctors are, uh, possibly sometimes like out of date on stuff because they you know they're not incentivized to like read all the latest research but then goop is i think it goop sort of like fetishizes the the like latest research or whatever like the the trendy stuff and maybe well just because something is like new research doesn't mean a doctor can like really tell you to do it like it has to go through like a pretty long period of like peer review for a doctor to tell you to do it you know what I mean yeah, which like yeah. none of this stuff has done or will ever do mostly so like like people write papers and come up with ideas and theories all the time but like that doesn't mean it would be responsible for like a medical doctor to like make their base their opinions on that 
No. And yeah, by the time it goes through all those steps, like it's not going to be the new trendy thing. No, but it's going to be like known to work. And that's that's what a scientist is for. Like that's what a doctor is for, you know, telling you what is known to work. Not all doctors, not Dr. Erdemann. Who's that? Gerda or Endemann. Gerda Erdemann, (laughs) whatever it is. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Oh, and then quickly, this is sort of a second craziest. I don't want to talk too long about it because it's just like, ugh, I don't want to talk about him. But Stephen fucking Gundry's back. Oh, wow. I haven't heard from him. He got jealous yeah. of Will Cole. Yes. He's back to steal the crown from Will Cole. Uh, Which new- I do think that he's more evil than even Will Cole. Because at least Will Cole is like, doesn't seem like a reactionary, like Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah. I think Will Cole is just kind of like, a dorky little guy who wants to fit in and like I think he kind of believes it but I think that Stephen Gundry is like an actual sociopath oh yeah I, yeah totally he's uh I mean ever since he used that metaphor to talk about um what are those things called that he tells lectins he mm-hmm. likened lectins to illegal immigrants that try to invade your country yeah he's insane he's like a bad guy like he's yeah. crazy like that's so fucked up <laughs> Uh, he has a new book out called The Energy Paradox because all of his books are like the, or the paradox. paradox. Yeah. So th- it's the same bullshit, uh, except this one's about how people are tired all day. Um, and he says, uh, you know, don't eat lectins. It's all, it all is from the gut. The gut is what makes you, gives you energy and the gut takes away your energy. Mm, and then- I feel like we've been there and done that with the gut. I feel like the gut is kind of old news. He's he's sticking to his gut like he's uh that's that's his bread and butter. I guess even though he wouldn't eat any bread and butter. His beets and blood. (laughs) Um. Okay, but then this thing that he claims now everyone's heard of probiotics. Yeah. And most people have even heard of prebiotics, Mm -hmm. and of course everyone's heard of antibiotics. But he claims now (laughs) that he's discovered a new thing called postbiotics. Okay. What are postbiotics, you might be asking? Probably not, actually. Our microbiome is responsible for stimulating the production of much of our energy by interacting with our mitochondria through these exciting compounds called postbiotics. Uh, So postbiotics are gases and short-chain fatty acids that turbocharge our mitochondria's energy production. Postbiotics, quote-unquote, talk to the mitochondria to tell them to either to make energy or to throttle back on energy production. The discovery of these won a Nobel Prize, mm, did they? And mm. shakes up everything we thought we knew about the gut. So I guess the mitochondria is like Donald Trump and the postbiotics are like Stephen Miller that talked to him to try to get the evil immigrant. Who like whisper in system. his ear yeah. and like tell him about these like crazy plans. Okay, well, whatever. I don't know about it. I'm sure it's true. Um, oh, positive it's true. Post bio. I have actually started to incorporate two bottles of kombucha every day. Mm. I mean, every day, every week. Okay. Um, For the probiotics. Just like how Gwyneth got rid of her COVID was kombucha and kimchi. Yeah, I guess. I just, uh, I can't with the yogurt anymore. Oh. I mean, I will never, you're going to have to pry my yogurt from my cold dead hands. I love it so much. And I also, sometimes I I forget a lot of the days, but I do have like probiotics, like supplements that I take, even though I don't know that those do much. I don't take it every day. I mean, I feel like just drinking like two, I drink, yeah, like 
I'll have like half a glass like every couple of days when I'm like feeling like a little little something something bloaty bloaty well no when I'm like oh because I'm like not drinking really anymore oh. I like cut back on drinking so I was yeah. like well this is good because it'll like curb that and also um I mean I'm not like not drinking but I'm not like I'm trying to like cut back a lot yeah, so yeah, yeah. like I this will like curb that and also like I think it's just like in general good for like my stomach for sure but I'm keeping it pretty like I'm not like guzzling it all day no 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 uh you should try to make some at home um, get a mother I? I mean something something to do something to do I'm looking at postbiotics online and there's a lot of it so is it like they don't really explain in the Gundry article. Is it stuff that like is in the foods that you're eating or is it like another supplement that you're supposed to have like a probiotic? I mean, there are a lot of supplements. I mean, these are all, I mean, one of them is on something called chiropractor-schomburg.com, <laughs> runnersworld.com, todaysdietitian.com. And also Gundry is like a cardiologist. Like he has no training in gut health digestive no he doesn't that's what makes me very because i feel like even chiropractors like there's a lot of crossover between the chiropractors and the natural the, health yeah fu uh, functional medicine functional medicine and stuff but i mean a cardiologist is just really out of left field and like i i mean i feel like a cardiologist has absolutely no place doing this yeah because like a cardiologist you, there's nothing like you can't really make your name as like an original thinker as a cardiologist, like you just, you know, prevent people from having heart attacks. And so like he needed, yeah, he needed to branch out into a non cardiology specialty to like make his name. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable that someone would like use the fact that they're a cardiologist to like try to sell you supplements. It kind of depresses and terrifies me. Very weird. Yeah. He's yeah. He's like a Palm Springs guy, which yeah, he makes sense. He Palm Springs and started doing this. I don't know, whatever. Um, so try is your, is the lip balm is also the lip balm. I'm like, kind of like, I don't know, you know, when you like hate watch something and then finally come to the realization that you, it's because you actually liked it the whole time. Oh yeah. That which is like me all the time. Yeah. I, that's my relationship with the lip balm, which is also funny because I've never tried it and I don't know, but it's like, why am I so obsessed with this? It must be because I like it. I mean, it's staring at you. That rose gold tube is, yeah, yeah. it's it's there for the taking. And like, if it was in front of me right now, it'd be on my lips in one second. Like oh, I would sure. try it really fast. That's the thing with like Goop. It's like these products are, there's such like a barrier to entry, not only price, but like you can't just, you know, go to your local CVS and get them. So it becomes like you start like fetishizing them because you, you start dreaming about them. Like, Oh, I wish I could have that. And it's like, it, I mean, you, all you have to do is like click a few buttons on your computer, but it, it still seems like special. Yeah. It seems because it's like, you don't see it. Like you don't, you have to go to like a special store or like online. Like you don't yeah. just see it around. I guess if we lived in Brentwood, it would yeah. be like our local, yeah. Our local apothecary. <laughs> uh, my try is um, that, what's her name? Mimi Young, her, um, dream ritual. Yeah. Uh, I guess I would try that. That's also mine. Yeah. She says, so, okay. Before you sleep, light a candle and get quiet. 
If you like to work with plants, I like mugwort, clary, sage, and laurel for rituals like this one. She makes mm -hmm. a mist. That sounds too complicated. Yeah. Tune in, make a request or set an intention for your dreams. Narrow down that intention until the focus is very sharp. If your request is too open-ended, you might end up with a similarly open-ended dream. Interesting. Then you're supposed to write the request or intention on a sheet of paper, just one or two sentences. Uh, if you already have a spirit guide, um, whether it's an angel or an ancestor or whoever, you can ask them to show up and speak. I with need you. to get a spirit guide. I, yeah, I need to figure my spirit. I feel like I could, I don't know what I would like my, the first one that came to mind is my dad, but like, he was like never very spiritual. So I don't know that he'd want to, like, I think he would think it was sort of weird if I was like, dad, can you be my spirit guide? So maybe I have to think of someone else. I think it could be whoever you want. Um, I don't want to, I, I would want an answer. I want, would want like a real person. Like I wouldn't want an angel. Like I don't believe really in angels. Like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Then you blow out your candle, slip the sheet of paper into your pillowcase and go to bed. Then uh, she says, know that it might not come through that night. Sometimes that sheet of paper stays in my pillowcase for a few days, a week, or even a full cycle of the moon, also known as a month. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to catch it around a specific lunar cycle, like a new moon, that's especially great. Um, my Twin Peaks rewatch has got me thinking about the moon cycles a lot lately. Interesting. Because like different things happen during the different phases of the moon. Hmm. I've always thought of moon as like women's issues. So I never really related to it, but. Yeah, it's very women's issues. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like soon after I moved to LA, there was some, I won't say their name because we both know who it is. Oh my God. Some person who uh, did like regular moon rituals. Um, and that I was like, I don't need to go to this thing. I vaguely remember that happening, but I don't remember who it was. I'll tell you off the air. Oh, I think I remember who it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. What would you buy? Okay. I would buy, and I actually might buy the Mosser pink glass candlesticks. Ooh. They're $86. They're very pretty. I have one candlestick that came as a set and I don't know what happened with the other, but it's like extremely pretty. It's like white porcelain with like pink flowers on it. I don't know where the other one is. It's really upsetting to me, but I think that putting a bunch of candlesticks together, like, because I have that one, I feel like I need to get like a bunch of mismatched candlesticks. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what I want to do. Don't burn your apartment down. That's my only piece of advice. Well, you just said that the other ritual is I have to burn a candle. Yeah. If you take your, take your Z-Quil, put on a bunch of candles, that's a recipe for disaster. That's a, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. You just like scribble some dream in a piece of paper. The like candle lights the piece of paper on fire, lights your whole pillowcase on fire. You're debilitated by the sequel, so you can't flee. Yeah, that sounds bad. I then I'll, you could become my spirit guide. Then I'll be the spirit guide. Yeah. I would love, honestly, if I die in a sequel related fire, I, I give you permission to use me as the spirit guide, Thank and I'll you. do it. Too. I'll show up and tell you, you know, <laughs> what's going on. Give you all my opinions. Oh, dangerous. It's equal probably is pretty like flammable itself. It's because is it, I guess it's not alcohol based. I don't, I don't know. I think, um, let me grab it. I keep it right. Wait, do you take the liquid or the pills? 
I take the liquid. I, I love yeah. taking cough syrup and like me it. too. <laughs> it's truly a treat. Like that's the one good thing about being sick is like you're like, ah, oh, I can like swig some Dayquil or some Nyquil. Like I love the flavor. Mm-hmm. I love the burnt. Like I love the whole thing. Um, oh yeah, God. it has 10% alcohol. Back like after I graduated college, I was living with my friend and we were hmm, dabbling and you know we were we were early 20s partiers but we would um it was like right when American Idol first started uh-huh and we would just uh watch American Idol and make Robitussin martinis oh which were just I think it was just like one part Robitussin one part vodka Jesus Christ oh my god uh yeah it's fun that sounds fun actually um, um that's never- how I got to know Kelly Clarkson I was like through a through a haze a heavy haze Robitussin induced haze but, uh, I would try, or I would buy, I guess, speaking of digestive issues, um, the Ayurvedic digestive supplement Trifala, which it's like, um, I think it's supposed to just sort of keep you regular. Yeah. It says the ancient Ayurvedic way to love your gut. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I go back and forth with my like digestion. I guess it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, your diet and like how much fiber you're eating, but, um, it's always good to try some new stuff and uh, I'm taking a lot of magnesium lately, which is actually helped out. It's like pretty, uh, pretty foolproof, foolproof plan, yeah. but um, it's not as like fun as Trafala. Yeah. Magnesium's like sort of boring, but. Yeah. You need to get something because magnesium isn't like Ayurvedic. No. And also magnesium is like, it's a, if you don't take, it's very, there's like a small, not window of opportunity, but like a small, like amount, like it's either you don't take enough, you don't take enough, nothing's working. Or if you take just a little too much, it's like diarrhea city. Really? I've never taken so it. Yeah, you have to like really find your dose. I think. Wow. That sounds hard. It's, it's tough. It's, <laughs> but like I always say, I would much rather um, have diarrhea than be constipated. Hmm. Hmm. not even a question for me i don't know i feel like i have to meditate on that one i think i might rather be constipated really oh not me i mean i don't like the feeling of being constipated but i don't like the out of control feeling (laughs) well i guess there's a i'm sorry this is gross but like there's a difference between one time going on the toilet getting it all out then like a like a habitual Okay. Yes. I'd rather have one experience of diarrhea versus like a day of constipation, but I'd rather have a day of constipation than a day of diarrhea. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know that I've ever had like a whole day of diarrhea. I don't think that. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I've definitely had like stomach flus where it's like coming out. That's true. But then it's like, you have more issues, like you're sick and it's like, that's the least of your worries. Yeah. Anyway, that's gross. No more toilet talk. We usually don't go blue like this God, we're so gross on this podcast Ugh. um anything else i, I can't think of another thing i think we're done well um thank you guys for listening to the podcast uh we have some fun extra bonus episodes if you haven't joined our patreon yet go to www.patreon.com slash goop yourself we now have two, count them, two Trader Joe's Halls 
episodes as well as a bunch of uh you know gwyneth movie reviews blind items uh everything else that we've done yeah and more to come more to come so join us on the patreon or uh if you don't have those you know five bucks a month to spend just uh go to apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating review we're getting um we have some good you know good good ratings but we could always get that I think our like thing is like four point something stars. So we can always bring it up a little further. Yeah. Four, four point something is we want to, we're going for a solid 5.0. Brian's a real grade grabber, grabber, whatever the term is. What is it? Grade grubber. Oh, I am a grade grubber. I always have been. Yeah. I'm not, but I still don't like being dissed. So no, no, no. I mean, we're not for everyone. We, tackle a lot of controversial issues so i understand that we're we're not gonna be a perfect you know five star like uh yeah reply all or bon appetit <laughs> pod or oh any God. of those non-controversial i wonder what reply all has now i yeah i'd be curious I, i'm like still sorry i'm still like so mad that i'm not gonna get to listen to those last two episodes i know i really was like because like, it ended on such a cliffhanger I know, and, like, like, just and like, it ended before they even got to the video they're like next week we're gonna get into the video and you're like yes this is the real stuff and then they were like oh sorry we're like canceled and we have to stop existing unbelievable and they also they have a perfect 5.0 rating <laughs> so reply all has a better rating than us even though They've been canceled. Perfect. Yeah. And are not putting out episodes. No. <laughs> An inactive podcast. Yeah. Great. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.